All right, we're live on the podcast here at the Apple Festival, 47th Annual Apple Festival, warming up with Alex and Palmer. How y'all feeling? Pretty good. <laughs> feeling great, yeah, a little misty, but we're feeling good. What'd you think, have you seen this year's shirt? I have not yet, I'm excited for that. Okay, I've been getting some good uh, feedback on the shirt. Everybody says it's their favorite one yet. Yep, great. <laughs> good, good. So, What's the uh, goal for today? Cool. Sub 20 for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling Palmer I have a little back strain, so. Oh, no. Yeah. But that's that's why I'm trying to feel this warm out. Warm, warm up out there. So I hope on the other side of this podcast, it's a good result. Well, I'm definitely <laughs> going to get y'all after the race. Okay. Too. I'm going to try to get as many people as I can. Since I don't know if you noticed on the back of the shirt, Coach, but. The Coach Jones Podcast is an official sponsor of the Apple Festival race this year. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> totally right. Well, I, uh, I realized that I'd, I had this whole plan of uh, recording a podcast after the race to get everybody's uh, thoughts, and I was so busy I never got a chance to do it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that would have been cool. Well, um, I, can, I was going to do it right now. <laughs> And, but just, so uh, tell me about how you did first. Okay. Well, what you, you thought. Are you, are you recording right now? Yeah, I just started. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, I think, I think I did fine. I think, um, you know, for four years having, having pots and such and not racing since October of 2019 and coming out yesterday, um, that was the most important thing to me. The performance and the time were somewhat ancillary to that. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was super stoked in terms of like the race intricacies. Um, Steve was super competitive and led almost the entire race, and it just was. He he had me doubting completely that I was. I mean, I had seriously throughout 80 to 90% of the race and no, not that I didn't have an intention to try to catch him, but it was like no belief that it was possible. Really? Because, yeah, I mean, it was just, I was just chipping away, but it was like so incrementally that it seemed negligible. Okay. Um, and I wasn't even sure if I had shipped away hardly any time when we got to two. I was like, maybe I got a second, but he looked so strong. Um, well, and then towards the end of it, yeah. You know what's so funny is from my point of view, like I'd only see y'all like every time we came to the hill, I would be watching y'all on the other side, you know, coming around the curve. Oh, you could you could see us from there. Yeah, but I thought you were in the lead. No, I, you didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess because uh, um, I couldn't see, I didn't see Steve. So I thought he was behind you or something. <laughs> I, I had no wow. idea. And when I came through the mile as fast as I did, I thought y'all must have been, I thought you came through the mile, the first mile, like 520 or something. But Steve said you, his was 529, 528, and you were like 540 something? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I, think, I figured everybody was pretty close for the mile with me because... I thought about that yesterday, literally, because I, I came across the 541. Okay. And in my head, I was like, I must have been like, okay, Talon Coach Jones and Palmer probably could see me, like, 
super closely. I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess not, since you weren't too sure. Maybe you were... There's like a... Well... Yeah, man. no, the mile goes up the hill. The first mile goes, doesn't it? Yeah, that, the mile mark's now at the top of that hill. That's right. And that definitely affected the first mile a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it was... Again, from, from my perspective, and I would like to get your suit, but it's a, a strange... It was a strange race. It was definitely like the most unique strategy tactic I've ever done. Um, <laughs> so if you, I want to get really specific with those from 1.1 hooks to 3.1. So that's split. Um, my final two miles were 10 minutes and 29 seconds. Your final two and, miles? Yes. Wow. And so... I, I've got Garmin, I've got the Garmin watch, and I uploaded it to the app, and it's told me these crazy details, like my last point one was at four minutes, 18 second mile phase. What? Um, Wait, what? Yeah, my last point one was at 418 pace. <laughs> well, I know Steve said you ran the last half mile in 227, or did you, yes, you tell him that's, that? that's... Also, my last half of the third mile, I did. But if you actually put in the point one, my Garmin says I ran it in 222. Wow. Um, so wow. It, it was just a frantic thing to get to the finish. And really, when I caught Steve, it was maybe a third of a mile left. And just like, so you I was were, just worried. I, you were going down the hill, I guess, when you passed him. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. I mean, it. It felt like, I can't, it was like down the second hill too. I mean, really, I, I almost could see my dad at the finish by the time I caught Steve. Um, and he, when I caught him and we were side by side for maybe a second, he said something like, go get him. Yeah, he, we, I, we I thought that was super encouraging. We ran the we ran an easy six this morning, and he was telling me some of that. He told me he um, he knew that you were going to catch up with him, and he he was like, "Can I make a move?" And he he, he you should have heard him talk. I was like, "I knew I had to get in front of him early," and and he's like, "The second hill, he was hoping that he could maybe do a little surge that would fight you, that would you know break you off." <laughs> but he said when you got by him, he's like, "I knew I had nothing left," and. Uh, he said that yeah. He said something like "go get it" or "go for it" or something. But wow. did you yeah. know what his? Did he tell you his splits? I'm guessing so. He did tell me his splits. I think they were like all in sequence, pretty much, right? It was like five twenty eight, five thirty, five twenty nine. I mean, wow. so, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and so it's funny that you say that because throughout the race. I didn't know Steve was 12, 13 seconds ahead of me at mile one. I thought he was closer to seven seconds. Oh, okay. So in my head, I was like, okay, I opened at 541. He must have opened at 534. And then when we got to two miles, the gap had barely shifted. And so logically, I was like, okay, he's running negative splits too. And I was, because my second mile, it dropped from 541 to like 521. Oh, gosh. Um, and, and, I barely got a gap, or I barely closed the gap, and I was like, "Steve's doing the same thing I am, but he's running faster than me." And that's why I was like, <laughs> "That's why you no think you're, that you're going yeah, to catch him." It was uh, like it was like those college ESPN 
coach will always be an analytics fourth quarter, five minutes to go, chances of winning were like 5%. That's what it felt like to me at the, at the moment. And Steve wow. was like, UGA peaking at the right time. <laughs> I swear, on, like, seeing him a couple weeks ago on the tempo versus race day, it's like, I knew he was in a hard training week in the tempo, and today, or yesterday in race day, it's like, he was prepared. Yeah. I mean, he was... Like, it shocked me. I did not know that he was going to pull out a time like that. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. So I hope that's maybe enough detail for the podcast. Um, <laughs> I do want to I do want to know my would you like to know what my uh, 1.55 versus my second 1.55? Oh, I can't even imagine. Wait, wait, let me guess on this. Gosh, okay. it's going to be like. Well, I'll make it easy. Let's do the first mile and a half so you don't have to do one point. Were you at nine something? Were you at nine something on the first one? Well, the first mile and a half, I was at like 8.27. Okay. I was going to say, I was wondering how close to nine were you? Okay. And then the second one and a half mile sequence was 7.44. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. About 43 second drop. <laughs> um, but again, like Steve was running negative splits too, and so I mean he was running even, so it was well. It was just one of those races. It's so funny, uh, you know. My whole goal for me was to run. I was hoping I could break twenty one, and uh, so I told myself, I said I'm gonna run the first mile about seven, you know, and then try to and then negative split to get a you know, break 21. Um, right. Well, when I, 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 I hit my Garmin before, right before the race to start, but I never looked at, it never did uh, connect to the GPS. And I didn't realize that. And I almost did the same thing, coach. Well, that, I mean, cause I'm, I'm too busy talking to the, to the runners and doing all that stuff that I was, you know, it's hard. Apple Festival is getting hard for me to focus on the race part. (laughs) I know, coach. I know you're, you're the director. You've got to make sure everything is in order. I I can't imagine. Well, I mean, well, what's great, the volunteers this year, I mean, I was able to get that cool, that warm up with you, which normally I don't even get to do that. But, uh, like, like, Beth Smith, Coach Smith, uh, she ran me off. She's like, I, I started doing something with one of the first pre-register runs. She's like, she's like, told me to get out of there, <laughs> get out of here, and go get warmed up or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but when we but so I didn't realize that my GPS had uh, not kicked in, and when I, I'm, we're we're coming in front of the police station. And I looked at my GPS watch, and it said my pace was like 7.10. And I was like, oh. oh. And that's coming down kind of that slope, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, I'm only at 7.10. But it felt easy. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I guess I could pick it up a little. And I, I started picking up just a hair, and uh, I started, like, pulling away from Coach Palmer. We were going to try to run together. And uh, and I felt bad, but I was like, but I'm feeling good. Um, did you separate from him early in the race then? Yeah, I mean, probably like, probably just past Mr. P's. I, before we got to that first bridge, I started pulling away from him. 
And okay. I looked at your dad's video. I was like in 16th place. Well, uh, I passed a bunch of people in that first hill, a bunch of the, especially some of my high school guys. <laughs> and, and like what was funny is I thought I was running seven-minute pace. I was even talking to them. I was talking to people when I was running by. I get to that one mile mark, and I forgot that the mile mark had changed. I get to that mile mark, and it's like 6.06 <laughs> or 6.09. I, I don't know what it was exactly, but I was like, but it, what was funny, it didn't feel that fast. My first reaction was like, what? And then I was like, well, maybe this mile is short because <laughs> my GPS, I still was thinking my GPS was right. <laughs> Gosh, coach, so you, it's, you still got the, uh, you still got the, the anatomy for that speed. Well, that's what and I, the muscle memory. And then just, it's just hard for you to adjust, I think, right now. Well, that's what I was, that's the thing that I took from that was like, that made me feel so good about it. I was like, well, a 606 felt really easy for me. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good sign. Um, it's a very good sign. And I just got to, you know, I just got to get my endurance back and, uh, and keep improving the speed because but then when we came down the hill and I mean I think I ran the second mile on like 640 I mean I, I know I slowed down I don't even I mean my GPS was all messed up and I don't yeah I missed a two mile mark because it's right there when you turn after the school going back on Main Street you know I totally missed the mark and it it was it had to be 12 something I, I don't know what it was I didn't, I didn't even think about it until I got almost to Mr. Pease. But right about there, as I was going by Mr. Pease again, Coach Palmer caught up with me. He caught back up with me right before we got to the hill. And Palmer, with a quick move. Yeah, and, and so I was, but I was glad. I was like, okay. I was like, because I could hear somebody behind me, and that was encouraging me to keep going. But, uh, um, when he caught up beside me, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to keep going with him. And we went up the hill and I thought, well, I, I'm, it was funny. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I'm afraid I might pull back away from him up the hill. Cause that's usually what I'm the best at. Well, he actually pulled away from me on the hill a little bit. No way. And, um, but then we started catching up with Seth. Seth was in sixth place. We started catching up with Seth and I was like, I said, we might catch I mean, And I remember thinking, we might catch him before he – I knew if we got close to the downhill to the finish, he would, he would outkick all of us. <laughs> I was like, we might yeah, catch it. We might catch up with him. Well, then – man, right the, the, my least favorite part of the race is at the top of the hill when you first turn on McCutcheon, that little downhill right there. I hate that part. Wait, which one? Right when you turn off Main Street onto McCutcheon. Yeah. That little sharp really? downhill with the curve. I don't know what it yeah. is. I hate that spot. And oh my gosh! And it's, I, it's not easy. It is not. You got to really be vigilant to keep your footing. Yeah, and I slowed down on it both times. And when I slowed down this time, Coach Palmer pulled away from me, and the number one overall female passed me. And, oh, no kidding. And I was like, and I don't know who she was. I, I, I didn't even get a chance to talk to her. But I was like, I mean, in my mind, I was like, whoa, that's impressive. Because, <laughs> you know, at this point, I'm realizing that my GPS is messed up. And I'm looking at the time. And I'm like, I might break 20, you know. I, I don't know. 
But then, wow, wow, what a story. And I was like, this lady's going to run a sub-20. I said, this is impressive. And But then, and part of me for half a second was like, uh, should I, do I try to pass her back? You know, I could, all this was going through my mind. <laughs> and then, but then when we hit that flat part before you go on the downhill, I'm, I started picking it right back up and um, pulled away from her and started catching back up with Coach Palmer. Well, then Coach Palmer, he started kind of taking off down the hill, and we were getting closer and closer to Seth. And I remember about halfway down the hill, I had this point where I was like, do I try to catch up with him? Because I felt like I could. I was like, if I start like really starting to push, I think I could catch up with him. I said, Seth would probably still outkick me, but I think I could catch up with both of them. But I decided, you know what? I just no, I just don't want to hurt that much. <laughs> I get it, brother. I was like, and I was like, I was like, you know, and what's what's going to be the what's going to be the benefit of me if I beat Coach Palmer or beat Seth? You know, what's going? You know, well, and, and, and let me ask you this: Okay, does, does, has Adam ever beaten you? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, all right. I th- Steve said something about that. He's like, has, is that the first time Coach Palmer's beat you? And I was like, I, I guess. I-, I never thought about it. Not that I was like, not that they didn't earn it. <laughs> you know, not like I let them win or nothing. But I-, I made a conscious choice not to go for it. <laughs> I was like, I-, I don't know that I could have done it anyway, but I was like, I'm not even going to try. But But then when I got to the – bridge and saw the time that's when I was like oh gosh I'm going I need to. I started going a little hard at that point just to make sure I get the time but then once I got across the bridge and I could see the clock I was like okay I'm going to get it and so uh, I got 1951 or something and uh so I mean I ran the I think I ran the must have ran the third mile faster than 640 so uh yeah yeah um, but so, but overall, I was way happy. I mean, I was not expecting to run a sub twenty. I mean, you know, yeah, I was. I, that's, I know that you weren't, and uh, so you're about a minute ahead of schedule. Yeah, I mean, and like uh, my knees not hurting at all. I um, I finished. I got up this morning, felt fine, and went and ran the six miles. And you know, running with Steve, an easy run is usually not that easy. <laughs> I, I get it. We were probably running seven thirty eight flat pace, and I was thinking more like eight thirty nine pace. <laughs> but but it felt fine. I mean, I never felt I didn't feel like I was pushing, and I was able. Me and Steve were talking the whole time, and uh, so I felt fine. Seth was with us. He he busted out a uh, six forty on the last mile <laughs> on us, and we let him go. <laughs> Say, let them let them do their thing. Well, he Sundays. just apparently he realized at mile five that he was going to break his 10k PR, so he decided to to run the last mile oh, fast to break his 10k PR. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you, you got to get that new badge, you know. <laughs> good, good. But uh. Yeah, so I was super happy with uh, with the race, and it made me feel good about going forward. And um, hopefully, I can keep my get my training. That's the thing; I just never feel like I've been consistent with my training. 
but now I feel like I can be more consistent and I probably do better once cross country's season's over and actually have more time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of ironic, but I, I I know you will with that extra couple of hours to jog in the evening and I have to look over well, twenty thirty. Yeah, and I haven't been doing my morning runs as much. I've been kind of doing like two or three a week, and I think I think I can get back to I do that every morning, and uh, that that'll definitely help, you know. Yeah. And because I like when the weather gets colder like this, I like running in that better. So I look forward to some of these cold morning runs. No kidding. Well, yesterday the weather was interesting. It was like low 60s with a pretty high humidity in October and it was um, I didn't think about it in the race but I had sweats on and the long sleeve and a warm up with you guys and me and Palmer were complaining about how sweaty we were yeah I, I took mine off at halfway through that warm up <laughs> I was already getting feeling oh, it you? yeah when we were turning around that's why I, I kind of got behind y'all a little bit I was like I'm taking this off I'm already getting too hot yeah, yes. Um, yesterday in our warm up, I apologize. I don't think I was that chatty, but I, I know I told you guys, but I was super concerned because I had like a, a Meyer back strain thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was so ginger in the warm up, and then even the strides—they weren't nearly even at race pace. <laughs> and I was like, "What's the trade-off? Do I risk getting hurt doing a quick stride, or just save this for the race?" And so kind of decided I'm not going to go too hard in this warm-up. And... Oh, no, it was fine me. I I mean, even for me, like, toward the end of that warm-up, I could tell it, it didn't feel right. I didn't feel... Yeah, we, were, we, we picked it up a bit, and it was... I think it was much needed, but... <laughs> no, I, I definitely needed that, for sure. Because, uh, yeah, I... I if, if it hadn't been for y'all, you helped me with the warm-up, and Adam helped me in the race, I wouldn't have broken 20, so it was all it was all good. Yeah, likewise, likewise for the warm-up and, and Steve, and so. So what do you think of the uh, the setup with the in the gym this time? It was great. Um, I like, uh, I'm wearing the shirt actually right now that, uh, not the Apple Vessel shirt, even though that was, has been my favorite shirt over the years now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I like that one. I the, the gray design and the material, but, uh, the, the shirts they were given out too for some of the prize winners. Yeah. I'm wearing it right now. How, it. how does it feel? You love it? <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it's high quality material. So, well, see, and I realized cause I was one of the, uh, age group winners I, I didn't get my shirt i completely forgot about it <laughs> i didn't get one and now i wish i had one. Oh, coach well she's going to come back next year so i'm sure she'll be uh, i'm sure she'll give me one next time <laughs> yeah so when are you thinking that the uh you'll have the results folks oh um it, he usually gets it to me by the end of the weekend um, okay so uh i'll i'll probably post it on the facebook page okay i've noticed that everything looks like it's ran through the facebook page yeah i mean we the you know i used to pay a guy to run that website but um yeah. and uh, anyway that we lost that okay <laughs> 
I was trying to click on the link the last few days, and it was just like taking me to no man's land. And I was like, I guess everything's probably run through the Facebook page, but I just wanted to be sure. To yeah. Look out for results. Yeah. I, um, I wish I still had that website. Actually, though, I mean, maybe I could get it back, but um, that's just one more expense for me. <laughs> but. And the guy who was doing it, he kind of, he kind of dropped it, you know. I got you. Well, yeah. I, I like the Facebook page of having yeah. everything in one as well as well, and probably easy to the masses. I was talking to the um, our timer, um, Tim, and he he said that because um, I was going to get with the newspaper and see if I could go back and find as many old results as as I could. I mean, I would love, you know, especially with the fiftieth coming up. I'd love to have wow, yeah. I'd love to have as many of the old results as possible. And he said if I got all those old results, that if I gave it to him, he could put it on the um not the active, but what's the the Athlinks? Is that what it's yeah. called? Athlinks, yeah. Because oh, that's he puts the results on that too, so I'll I'll put them I'll put a link to that on the Facebook page. But um he said that I could, if any old results I find he could add it to the Athlinks and so we might could get all the results from all the previous races put put on there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's what so I'm. Georgia. Yeah, Run Georgia has so many of them. Um, like they're so easy to find. Like since 2010, like every year, I haven't really, I haven't been as curious as to what happened uh, pre 2010. Right. But um, yeah, that, that would be really neat just to kind of see well, basically how that race has gone. It's so funny because I was thinking about this. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you listened to the podcast, but I did a, the last podcast I did, I released it yesterday morning because I, I, I did one all about the Apple Festival 5K with my history with it. Nice. Okay. And so I, I listen to that. Yeah. So I ran the first one in '91, but um, I started thinking wow. about, you know, I know, I know pretty much all the history from '99 till now, but I was like. I mean, from 1990 to 73, I mean, when they yeah. first started, what, or well, no, not 73, I guess, they would have started in, oh, gosh, so we're, at, we're at 47, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably 77, because you got to count that 77 a year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, so uh, I would love to know, wow. like, what was going on then, you know, with the race, and I mean, I don't know anybody that has ever mentioned it to me about running those races back then. Um, really, I've talked to people about the Apple Fest that that did that. You know, that been a part of the Apple Festival. But as far as the race itself, I have no information previous to '91. <laughs> you know. As far as we know, it just doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking like we know Steve has probably won the most, but hey, who knows? There might have been somebody in the seventy that won it every year from in the seventies and eighties or something. You, you never know. Right. You never know. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was trying. It's funny. I was trying. I talked to Chief Lacey about it one time and asked him if he knew anything, and he he told me a story about the only thing he remembers. Is Jimmy Carter coming to judge the spitting contest at the Apple Festival? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Back in the seventies. <laughs> Thought that was a oh, great cool. story. Well, you know what? Now you're giving me a project. You know, maybe I'll I'll look and see how far uh back 
Yeah, and see, I would love to have like, like I'd love to have like a, like every T-shirt from that festival, but I mean, there's no way. But and I had when I ran that race in '91, they had a shirt, and they did this shirt for they said for like num, a bunch of years before then, and it was the same shirt every year, and it was a really cool shirt. It had like um, it had like all these uh. It looked like apple farmers. You're like your um, stereotypical farmer with no shoes and you know straw hat overalls, and they were running, and there was like a bunch of them. There was like ten people running, and all these apples are like on the ground, and it, it was like it was a really cool shirt, and I I had that one from '91, but I have lost it and all this time. But I would love to have at least a picture of it or something. Because um, I still, and I need I need help. I want to have a really cool shirt design for the fiftieth. Um, much no kidding. Because I, no offense to Peachtree listeners, Peachtree runners, but I thought the fiftieth Peachtree shirt would ended up not being that as iconic as I had hoped it would. <laughs> was the fiftieth this year for Peachtree? No, this year was the fifty. They're five years older than us. So it was their 52nd okay, so no, this year. 52nd, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, 50th annual is huge. I'm surprised that you don't really have any connections past or pre-91. Uh, 50 years is a long time, but that's two generations of people, and there certainly could be runners left over. Well, that's what I need to try to reach out, especially some of these older guys that have been running forever. There was a guy at the race yesterday that I wish I had talked to him about it because – He's been running around this area for as long as I can remember. So he's probably, he probably ran it back in those days, you know. But, yeah, if you uh, if you want to help me with any of the uh, research on that, I would greatly appreciate it. Definitely. Got, I will. I've got a funny story for you right quick. Okay. So it was, you know, kind of a madhouse in the bathroom at 7.40, 7.45. Yeah, I noticed. And so I pulled the, uh, you know, I jogged over and went to one of our secret spots for the restroom. I thought about uh, doing that myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were cleaning it. It was that restroom, you know, that's right beside the start. Right. Uh, that, uh, demarcates that intersection or whatever. Oh, it was and open? That, that one was open? Yeah. Okay. It was, and there were a couple of guys cleaning. But before I asked to even go in, one guy was standing out there, and we had a, ch- a chit chat. He's just like, <laughs> "What did he say? Are you in the race? Yeah." And just, "How are you going to do?" I'm like, "Well, I just hope to finish." I kind of joked. Yeah. He goes, "Well, I'm cheering for you, number six forty-four, but I'll be looking out for you, bibs at six forty-four." I said, "Can you mind if I use the restroom?" He's like, "Go ahead, six forty-four." Six forty-four. I hope, uh, I hope he sees maybe the, the result and yeah, that's what, he, he did well with that. You know? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> hope he sees that you won. All his cheering paid off. That's right. That's right. He was a very nice couple of guys. Well, that's cool. Well, I didn't even think, I just assumed that one wasn't open. I started to go up to the one by the Times Courier. Because <laughs> yeah. I walked yeah. in there and there was a line. I was like, oh, no. But uh, Oh, yeah, because of the festival, I guess. Or 
Well, no, I didn't. I ended up not going there. I mean, in the in the gym, there was a line, but there's only like four oh. or five guys in line. I figured it wouldn't take that long, and I just sat there and stretched, waiting. <laughs> That's where I did all my yeah, stretching. Bathroom, one of the stalls doesn't have a door over it, and that's what that was the deal breaker. I was like, I gotta go. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like every even... year it doesn't have a door face or you, at all. Did you? I thought it did this year, did it not? And I, unless I it uh like goes inward, which I don't think it would. Um, it okay, I, I thought that both of them were there this year. I know in the past that's been a problem. I thought it had it this year, but maybe not. I didn't even pay attention. But I know at like 10 minutes till, there were a bunch of people in line, and I walked by the men and the women's bathrooms like, 10 minutes till start time. We are starting at 8 o'clock, just so y'all know. <laughs> um, I actually heard you because I, um, I was doing like a quick pee. That was, that was the second bathroom trip. <laughs> I was... I was so nervous, and then I'm still doing strides, and you guys were all on the line announcing stuff, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is, well, you know, it was this funny. After, I think I had done my announcement, and I looked, and, well, maybe before I did the announcement, I didn't see Steve. And I was like, oh, gosh, where's Steve at? When I jogged back from my stride, I was like, where's Steve? But then, but then, like, I started looking for you, and I couldn't find you either. I was like, uh... <laughs> We're going to have to wait, guys. i got to have these two guys here. You're a real one, Coach. <laughs> well, hey, I have to tell you, I've been, everybody I talked to said this was their favorite shirt, too, of the, um, wow. of all that, all that we've done. Well, the color scheme, like, to me, before this one, 2019, was my favorite. But this one has, this year, a, a slightly better color scheme. Just the gray looks natural and well, something I would wear out. Stuff. <laughs> what was the 2019 color? Was that the red one? That was the red one. Okay. I think the 2018 was really good too, but it was got that that darkish yellow. Oh, did you get you one of the um, COVID year shirts? Oh, man, you know you may have you may have given me one in your truck after the fact, but I can't remember oh okay because i remember we talked about it the other day and uh i i found i found i i thought i got rid of all of them but i had some more and i had them there yesterday at the race but um i think i still have some more left over so if if you don't have one i got to get you one of those steve said that was his favorite (laughs) was the covid shirt oh the covid had the mask over yeah the apple with the mask on it Funny. Yes. <laughs> it's so indicative of the time too. It's oh, like yeah. you can look back and just laugh at that. <laughs> so I think, but this year I love the uh, I love the shirt that um, I came up with that idea for that design and I, I kind of hand drew it out. But then I gave it to my t-shirt guy and he did all that and I was like, oh, this is even better than I was picturing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad everybody. Yeah. I'm glad everybody liked it. So it's it's going to be tough to top it next year. Have to come up with something good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you feel about your one of your runners' talents performance? Oh, I thought they all did great. The, I thought uh, they did too. Well, I'm very proud of them. The they went out a little fast, which you know I was sitting there watching them all in front of me, and I was like, I don't know that maybe one of them, two of them, can beat me. I was thinking that even with the fact that I might even run a 21. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, I like that they go out hard. You know, 
it's how you learn. And, and, and I thought, well, they go out hard, and if they try to stay with somebody, that maybe they'll, they'll probably all run a faster time, which I think most of them ran a PR or close to it, you know, especially yeah, for a road race. Yeah, Talon, Talon had his season best. Yeah, uh, and Seth ran a PR, and I think Leland, he's a first-year runner, the sophomore, I think he was real close to his PR. Now, who is Leland? Leland Danton, he's... What was he wearing yesterday? It's a great question. I can't remember. Is he wearing I got black? You. Was he wearing all black? Is he the one that took off like a rocket? Uh, I don't he think He was in so. front of everybody... At a third of a mile? Or no. Half a mile no, that was, I don't know, that kid's not on our team. Okay, gotcha. I don't know who, like I don't I've know where he was from. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was a Barry College runner, but he wasn't the Barry, that Barry, is a different kid. I don't know where he was from. And I know gotcha. uh, Coach Smith was talking to him. Maybe she found out where he was from, but I'm not sure. No, Leland. I gotcha. Leland, Leland's a, a thin, oops. I would say taller, but maybe not, maybe not that tall. He's a thinner guy, but he runs with, like, this perfect form, if you saw him. I mean, his arms never cross left or right. They stay straight the whole time. Um, but, and he's always been a – he's a 400-meter guy in track. That's his best event. But he decided to come out for cross-country this year just to help him with his conditioning. And, man, I mean, he's, he's, he's probably the fastest runner on the cross-country team. He's just learning how to run the 5K, you know, but he's already running. Gotcha. He's already running 20, low 20s already, and if he nice. was to put some training into it, man, there's no telling what I could see him improving another minute easy. And he's uh, wow, so he's kind of a sprinter type. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, I, he he's never done the 100, 200. He's always just been a 400 guy. He does the 400, four by four, but you know, he I don't. Reckon he's ever done the 800. He may have ran the four yeah. by one, some maybe, but I don't even know if he was on the A team with that. He's just a, he's just a 400 man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But he runs well, like, like a, I mean, in the open 400, he runs like a 57 in an open 400, which is pretty solid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No kidding. I still don't know what he looks like, so I'm going to have to look at the pictures. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like every time he's there, I just don't know where he's at or know, know what he looks but, like. But, I mean, what was funny, though, is they took off flying with you guys, and like I said, I'm in, like, 16th place, and they're in that video your dad uh, shot, they're way in front of me. Well, I caught every one I of saw, them. I saw you and Palmer, too, and thought, okay, they're, they're running good, running conservative. Well, I ended up catching every one of those boys just about going up the hill before the one mile. Awesome. <laughs> that hill got every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. Yeah, the our exchange student from Germany, Hannes. I was joking yeah. with him. I passed him right as I was starting up that hill, and I and and he's always joking with me. We even said something to each other as as I was passing. I can't remember what we said now, but uh, after the race. I was like, Hannes, I, I heard some old man beat you today. Or, you know? <laughs> I heard, I heard, and he was like trying to come up with a thousand excuses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's oh, a good man, he's a good funny. kid. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I said, Hannes, I 
Thomas, you're my favorite person on the team. Just don't tell anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a he's got a great sense of humor. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, when are you? Oh, you're on a delay. So, sorry about that. Yeah. Hey, no worries. I'm glad there was a delay because I was a little late anyway to the original time flight. Oh well, and I was—I started to text you yesterday to uh, get you to call me and talk talk through the race uh, for the podcast, and uh, yeah. the uh, but then I fell asleep. <laughs> I started watching football games, and I was out. <laughs> oh, there were some good games, and yeah, I mean, I, I oh. woke up and the Washington Oregon was good, but how, how did you do on your uh, thing with Luke? <laughs> I actually won the week. Again? So I, yeah. So I, they're sending me a little money this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Luke got second, and so Luke has solidified his second spot. So we haven't tallied season, but that should put me at roughly 775 points. That should put Luke somewhere at 740. Um, and then third through six should be somewhere between – I'm guessing 570 and 700. Um, oh, so okay. it, it was good. It was good. I extended the lead a little bit, but it was a really close margin between one through six. So it was, it was like 40 point spread. So pretty, it's, pretty it's still not over for the season then. No, not at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Realistically, like Luke is still definitely in striking position. Um, but like having a year under my belt of how to do this stuff. I know college football is wild and unpredictable, but I think I've got it down somewhat formulaically. And so, like, hey, this team's on the road. You know, they, they had a bye week. What do we, you know, yeah. do yeah, we yeah. expect them to be the ranked team on the road? Probably <laughs> not. And so I'm, I've been using tons of just logic. I'll look at the team's schedule and see how they've fared recently because – Recently is really important. Like, for example, <laughs> Oklahoma State, the last two weeks has been on fire, but the last first five games were not good. Um, so I kind of look at that and kind of juxtapose common opponents, and that's all I do. And so, so did you? Well for me. Oh. Did you get the North Carolina game? Yes. Um, two. It was only me and a gentleman named Ian who picked North Carolina. And so the four other people picked Miami. And so when we announced the winner for that game, Ian wrote the caption in the chat and was like, you guys watched the Miami-Georgia Tech debacle last week and went with this team? Oh, speaking of that, did you see what happened in the game where it was like fourth and two, but the coach came running out onto the field and they called a penalty on him? Was this last night? Yeah. With the Miami North Carolina, I did not see that. No. So, but I just saw. I just I got up this morning and watched the highlights. So I don't know what. I never did find out what was the whole story behind it. <laughs> but he runs out of the field and goes past the hash mark, like yelling at a referee, and they flagged him. And yeah. And North Carolina got a first okay. down, and um, I don't. I mean, ultimately, North Carolina was probably going to win anyway, but it. I mean, it was a it, it was a pretty big moment. That's bizarre. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I was real curious what caused that whole thing, but I was hoping I could maybe find another video or an article or something about it. 
But I was I was yeah. thinking I was thinking how funny after the Georgia Tech game that then they'd pull that. <laughs> Another I gave him a pencil blunder or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Another coaching. I, nothing will beat that Georgia Tech game. My lord, that was unbelievable. Oh my goodness, that's that's unbelievable. Like the worst thing I've seen. I, I can't even think of the last one that would match that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did you happen to watch the Notre Dame USC? Yeah, game? yeah. That was, Notre, that was Notre Dame was impressive, man. <laughs> They were that defense was just eating that offensive line. Well, uh, okay. I wasn't real happy with some of Caleb Williams' reactions to some stuff, like especially on the sideline. I don't know because that's I've only I've I watched him a couple of games last year. This is the first game I've really watched him this year, and I, mean, I get it getting frustrated, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes I. Uh, I judge I, I judge that stuff you. maybe more than other people do. I'm with you. He wrote, you know, on his nails last year, FU Utah before the Pac-12 championship, and I was like, right, Ooh, I didn't know that. I don't really like this guy. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I like, I appreciate him for his talents oh, and yeah. skill, uh, but he's like, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. And so I was, I had best of interest in Notre Dame because I picked them to win by the biggest margin. Oh, okay. Uh, and so it was a double win because, you know, yeah. USC was bound to get picked off at some point. Yeah. Well, the, um, I oh, you made me think, forget what I was thinking, the other thing. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. Um, well, how are you feeling physically after the, the race yesterday? Well, I felt good. I, I didn't get to do a cool down. I was, I told Steve, I was really jealous that you guys got to do such a long cool down yesterday. I wish I could have done that with y'all. <laughs> I love, oh, yeah. I love a nice long cool down after a race. That's the best. And, oh, it, absolutely. But, um, I felt fine, but I, I didn't even stretch or nothing. I was so busy afterwards and cleaning up and doing everything. By the time I got home, cause I, and I woke up, I could not sleep. This happens to me a lot the night before the Apple Festival race. I couldn't sleep either, Coach. I mean, I woke up at like 3 o'clock, 3.30, yep. and couldn't yep. sleep, <laughs> and I, I moved around, was doing stuff, and I tried to take a – it got to like almost 5 o'clock, and I was like, at least let me take a nap for like 30 minutes. I tried to lay down, and that didn't work. <laughs> but uh, So by the time I got home afterwards, I was pretty tired, and I started watching football, and I – fell asleep. I was out for at least an hour. I don't know how long I was out. And, uh, but when I woke up, when I woke up, I, I do this sometimes. I'll like, I'll, I'll pull my, I'll pull my toes up real hard when I'm just with my legs straight out. And then, but then I'll push my toes down real hard. And I did that yesterday and both calves at the same time cramped up so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, okay. But I mean that. I mean that's that's not that's to be expected. I hadn't ran that hard, and I don't even know when. So uh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, Steve and I, before we started the warm up, we went. To, we both started taking the first step, and we simultaneously let out like a yelp <laughs> because of, I just didn't expect that much pain to be in my hamstrings um, and discomfort. And the warm up definitely massaged some of that out and. 
now I'm starting to feel some of the delayed set onset muscle soreness in my my quadriceps. Well, that's what Steve uh, said that you said your quads were bothering you. You know, and I my whole life I've never had quad cramps or any quad stress or nothing. Wow. I don't know if it was as a kid. I mean, I rode bicycles so much as a kid. I rode to school and back every day that I wonder if, like, I've just yeah. got really strong Because I've always been really good at hills. I think it's from all the bike riding I did when I was a kid. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it could be. And, like, yesterday, I didn't think of it, but, I mean, you do have that downhill on the backside of the uphill. And, you know, I was probably pounding that pretty, pretty diligently and, uh, but maybe that was it. But and my pots too. And so yeah, yeah. to go with that, I, I woke up also at three fifteen and did my shakeout jog at three thirty. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. And I was, I didn't know how to feel about it because it was like twelve minute shuffle pace. But I was like, you know, it's not supposed to feel hard. Yeah, yeah. Or or easy. And so when we got onto the warm up with you and Palmer. Um, our first mile was like low nine, and I was like, "Oh, this this feels harder than it should be." But then when <laughs> I decided, "Hey, we'll pick it up," and we picked it up, and we immediately went to like six forty five pace. I was like, "That's the easiest six forty five pace I've felt." Oh, was that years. how fast we were going? Yeah, we oh, just okay. picked it up, and immediately the watch dropped to that. And the last half mile was, or the last third of a mile was literally at like six forty five, six forty six average. Okay, and. When that happened, I was like, "Oh heck yeah! Like this is this is really good." Um, well, so. I knew we were picking it up, and I could feel it, but it, it didn't feel like it was even that fast to me. So that's that's a that's like that's what's making me feel good is what normally has been feeling hard to me. Like I mean, eight minutes, seven minutes has been feeling hard to me in the last month or so, but now, like I did those stride two hundreds with you at five. 30 pace or whatever, and then doing that, and it's feeling, those paces are feeling easier, so I can feel myself getting back a little bit at least. Heck yeah. You know. Heck yeah. Like, we were running 730 pace today on the last probably three miles, and I couldn't tell. I couldn't, I mean, I hadn't looked at my watch to see for sure, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel that hard to me. I could tell it was, I could tell it was quicker than what we'd normally been doing, (laughs) but... It didn't. It, it didn't feel like I wasn't. I couldn't keep doing that for a long time. You know. Well, I really. Yeah, I wish I could have hit you guys up on that run, but. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get yeah, you when you come back. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was talking this next weekend. Let's do it. Oh, next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told Steve because like that'd be great because next weekend I've told the team I don't want them running with me on Sunday because they got region that following Thursday. So I told them no Sunday run. Or not with Perfect. me. I told them they want to do something like short, or just a couple miles. That was fine, but I didn't want them doing uh, the normal anything. Even like I didn't want them doing the six mile with me. Okay, so, so we, that means we don't have to take off the first four miles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But we could, <laughs> but we can do whatever we want. I mean, we can do the twelve yeah. if you want. We can do whatever you want to do. Heck yeah, yeah, we can do. 12, 13, 14, something like that. We'll see how we feel. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd be down for. Change, but. I'd be down for whatever y'all want. Now I can't promise my pace will be great the whole time, but. <laughs> awesome, awesome. No worries, no worries. Uh, that's super exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm. 
it feels good to start feeling it coming back, even a little bit at a time. No kidding. No kidding. I feel, I mean, I'm, you're probably in the same boat as me. Just yesterday was kind of experimental and just trying to get a, a time down and just not knowing it's like this going into the unknown. Of course, well, after you done, after your tempo run you told me about, I had a good feeling about you. <laughs> but I, thank you, thank you. But I, I mean, for myself, I was like, I'm not here. I remember telling myself, I'm not going to race anybody because if I if I try to race one of these high schoolers and they beat me, you know, if I if if they beat me and I was like, well, I wasn't trying to race, you know, it's okay, you know. <laughs> It's funny. I get that. <laughs> so I was like, I went in the whole idea like I'm not racing nobody. I'm just going to run and and like in my mind That's I was thinking sub 21 would be great. You know, I haven't broken 21 in two years. You know. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, and uh, that's why when when I saw that I was going to break 20, I was like, I was in shock. I was like, yeah, this is great. But even even in the race. Maybe after that first mile, I was like, that, this can't be right. You know, I'm not, I was still thinking 21. But then about halfway through it, I was like, oh, maybe I got a shot at sub 20. That'd be crazy. <laughs> but even then, I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> that's, uh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. And you'll know kind of pacing wise where to go. Maybe. I think you'll be in even better. Well, the next race you do, so it. Well, that's what I'm like. Think I'm already thinking a year ahead. I'm like, man, next Apple Festival, everything goes well. I think I can be back in the, you know, 18s, flirting with a. I agree. Flirting with a sub 18 again. I would love to get back and break my high school time again, like I used oh, to yeah, do all the time. Last time you did that, I was did that last 2018. When, uh, when I was <laughs> four years ago. Four years ago, so 2019 was the last time I think I was that right? Did I run? I don't know. Maybe it was 18. Maybe I think I was looking at the results. I think in 19 you may have ran uh, 1820. Okay, I can't. Yeah, maybe I'd say maybe I maybe somewhere in another five. I think when I was 48, it may not have been Apple Fist, but it might have been another race. Was the last time I beat my high school time was when I was 48. Okay. So, uh, wow, that's something. <laughs> Beat your high school time. Yeah, wow. well, my high school time wasn't as good as your high school time. <laughs> well, still, 48. <laughs> like, you know how many road races I did in high school? Have I told you this? Probably, probably one. <laughs> two. I did two. two. I did one my freshman year, and then I did, and it was a race in Blue Ridge, and I did that same race again my senior year. And that was it. It was nice. in the, it was in the okay. spring. And it was in the springtime. It, it was well, called coach, the heart the heart race or something. <laughs> the Blue Ridge Heart Race. I don't know what it was called. That's funny. Yes, well, that's still that still gets um, Steve and I looked at um, age grade uh, basically equations yesterday. Yeah. For times. And <laughs> Steve's had to be out the door. It is. It's crazy. But if you like input basically like the same percentile, if I were a 52 year old and what I did yesterday 
<laughs> roughly translates to something like a 19 flat as a 52 year old. So you're not really too far off. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes me feel better. Um, but what was Steve's? <laughs> Steve's was wicked. I didn't even, I didn't do like the reverse age grade, but I, I would be curious to, I think, he had that to a 25 year old would probably be something like a 15 flat or lower. Well, so like, and don't they do like the percentages? He had to be in the 80% or something. <laughs> yeah, he was. He yeah. definitely was. Yeah. Uh, he was, he says his highest he's ever done is somewhere around 90 to 91. Okay. From at the making one. Wow. I think yesterday he may have said like mid eighties and then yesterday mine was like 77. So oh, okay. there was okay. a big difference. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. A huge difference between the two. <laughs> well, I'll have to check mine. I don't know what, I think the best I ever had was like a 77. I don't know if I've ever even been in the eighties. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll well, have to. no, I feel like, if, yeah, I feel like if you would have tracked it. Maybe. Five, six years ago, you would have been in the eighties. Uh, Maybe. But anyway. You tell me what your, I'll do you a favor. Tell me what you think your best time was, relatively speaking, at your best age, or your best time at whatever age. Tell me what you think that your best performance is. Well, I mean, when I was in my early 40s, I ran a sub-17. But I don't know how old I was. Say 44, ran a 1650, or 1650, like 44. Didn't you? Okay, 1650. Oops, okay, let's do that. 44. Oh, this is great drama for the podcast. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. What was the score? Let's see. And then 50. <laughs> Let's see. Still typing. Calculates. <laughs> It's all right. Here we go. 82.83. Hey, I was in the 80s. Woo! <laughs> and that puts you in the, uh, which, which category here? Wow. That puts you in the national class. Uh, well, see, I th- I'd say I think before I've been in the national uh, class before uh, I've, when I've looked at other stuff like with my marathon times and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, baby, I'm above that right, state level. <laughs> well, let me let me do a little reverse math and see what that would put you as. I'll say I'm I'm 25, so I'll put 25, and see what time that would throw you as. Oh, okay, person. okay. So, Let's see. We're gonna have to do this quick because my podcast time is about to max out. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. Let's see. Uh, oh, the drama. <laughs> oh, here we go. Looks like that puts you at about 1530, Coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, no problem. 
Today's episode is sponsored by the 48th Annual Apple Festival 5K Road Race that will be held on October 12th in beautiful LJ, Georgia. The first participants will receive an apple pie from RNA Orchard. After the race, stay for the 53rd Apple Festival hosted at the LJ Lions Club Fairgrounds. There is also the Apple Classic Auto Show, the Apple Festival Parade, and plenty of arts and crafts in downtown LJ. For more information, visit georgiaapplefestival.org or click the link in the episode details.